Well, hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take you from where you are with your life, your business, your mind and body, from where you are right now to being unstoppable. And today our topic is about distraction will kill you. It really will. If you are distracted in life, life gets sucked out of you. You will not accomplish the things that you are truly capable of. It makes you feel tired, lethargic, like you have no purpose to get up each morning. Life will simply pass you by. You'll be wasting it away. And I think about how many years of my life I was doing that and thinking I was achieving something. But at the same time, I wasn't really achieving too much at all. So when I finally got this, that's when my life started to change. And that's when I started to want to jump out of bed at 20 past four every morning because I had purpose, I had vision, I had drive. So today I want to talk to you about my five success strategies that are going to help you stay on track, stay focused and bring you alive like the soles of the feet are, of your feet are going to be burning so much that you can't stop. You have to keep moving, you have to keep climbing no matter what, no matter what challenges lay in your way or in your way no matter what distractions may come your way you will quickly negotiate them because you are so driven towards your purpose now the first one is you've got to have a big vision for yourself i mean think about where we are right now yesterday was 75 years since world war ii finished think about what your big vision is now covid is sucking vision dreams out of so many people but don't let that be you remember we're aiming to be in the top one percent of everything that we do and if you're going to be like everybody else then you'll be really pumping uh, the games on your on your phone you'll be pumping netflix you'll be doing all those things that everybody else is doing. But what you want to do is separate yourself from them and think about there's a lot of opportunity right now. What is that big vision for you? Maybe your business like mine has been really impacted by COVID, but it's made me innovate. It's made me think about what are the other opportunities that I have? What can I be doing right now so that when this thing does finish, I will be so well placed to not just hit the ground running, but to have a huge uptake in my business because of the traditional services that I've offered, but also during this time, creating new opportunities for myself, creating new products, new services, and marketing those as well. This is the best time, potentially, of your career right now, even though it's the toughest that we are going through ever. So why not? create a big vision for yourself. What was your vision before COVID? What were your goals for 2020? What are they now? Do you need to reassess and say, do you know what? Rob's right. I'm not thinking big enough right now. What is that big dream? What is that for you? What's that big vision that you may have that you're too scared to maybe reach out for? What is it that you're really, really passionate about and you think, do you know what? I've always wanted to do this. I've been listening into uh, some, um, some really great podcasts lately and um, this Australian guy, he's been getting some really great people onto his series and I'm having a listen to some of the questions that get put into the chat box and uh, some people are saying, oh, I've really wanted to do this but I just have no idea how to do it. 
And you can see that just in the way that the goal is articulated, that it's so wishy-washy that this person that has said this is what their big vision is, they're, they're never going to achieve it because they have been so vague in what it is that they truly want. So you've got to name what it is that you want. Name it and claim it. You know, so what is your big vision? And then what is your strategy around that vision? Because you've got to have a strategy. So with COVID, I found that for the first lockdown, for the first week or so, I was spending a lot of time communicating with my clients and found that I wasn't actually doing anything apart from just communicating. Now, that's not necessarily a a bad thing, but it was eating away at me because I was finding I wasn't achieving the things that I wanted to achieve for my business. And that was really not a good place for me. So I wrote down a strategy for what I was going to do over the 90 days. And when, when I did that, that strategy just lit things up within me that I didn't know were there. If I asked you right now, what are those things that you would do over the next 90 days? You'll come up with a few things, but if you start writing them down, that's when new ideas will come up. And I found that when I started the list, I thought, you know what, I've got about four or five things in my mind that I'm thinking of that need to be done. Now, by the time I got to the end of the list, I was up to about 15 to 20 different items. And I thought, wow, because once you you write it down, your thinking goes deeper and it slows down the thinking process. And you think, actually, well, if I do that, then I need to do this. And then that will lead to this. And then that will lead to this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, hang on a second. That means a new product. So if I use a simple example, my, my two main websites. So my main website is called Studios with a Z on the end, the word Studio Z, PT at... Um, uh, sorry, studiospt.com.au. I was thinking of the old email address for a second. Um, and the other one's called pacnumbootcampsforwomen.com.au. And so I said, with my first website, the studios one, it's been a decade since I've really updated it. And I thought, mm, it looks antiquated. I would like to just completely refresh the whole thing. And so in thinking that, I thought, well, I want it to look fresher. I want to have uh, you know, some different offers here and there. And as I was going through it, I thought, no, well, I I need to be very clear on what my products and services are. So let's do this and have this look that way. And then as I was creating that, I said, well, hang on a second. I currently don't offer uh, coaching services in the way that I'd like so that I can do it uh, globally. So I created a a platinum and a gold series uh, program for coaching. And then through that process, I decided that, oh, I could create another podcast, and hence this one that you're listening to right now. I then thought, you know what, I should add a shop to this because I sell nutrition products and I should add those in there. And I thought, actually, another thing is that I get so many inquiries from my clients about equipment. So rather than just uh, tell them, you know, like send them a, a different link or whatever, I can send them to my website. Now, uh, the products that I refer to on my website, I don't get anything out of. It's just referring to a, um, a, you know, a good business that sells good equipment. And I've just got some key things in there. So I can say to people, go to my website and then you'll find how to get those products. Um, and th- there was a few other things in there as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. So the, uh, the book. So I put the book in there in the shop as well. I also put the online program. And as part of doing that process, I thought, you know what? I need to finish the online program. 
And so you can see how just from updating the website turned into about seven or eight different action items in there. And by the time it was done, it was really powerful. Now that required a lot of focused work. So we did that one, then we did the other website and I've still got some other things underlying that sit within that as well. And there was a few other websites within that or landing pages that needed to be updated as well. So that wouldn't have happened if I didn't write down the strategy. So I've done it again for this second lockdown. I've got a 90 day strategy and that keeps me on track. It keeps me focused. Uh, now I did the really big items in the first shutdown. This shutdown, the idea was to get my, uh, my communication strategies, marketing strategies, some more things like that systemized uh, so that when we do get back to a stage where I'm super, super busy, I've got these systems just running in the background and I don't have to worry about them. So I'm spending a lot of time now getting things right, like my social media messages and that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm getting my team organized so that those things can run without me and or just have me come in every now and then. So it's a good time to be doing it. So that wouldn't have come about if I didn't create another 90 day strategy. Even though we've been told we'll only be shut down for six weeks, I said, no way, it's gonna be at least 90 days. So I created a 90 day strategy. So that's step number one, create the big vision, create the strategy. Step two, making sure that you're taking focused action every day, focused action. So not just, I don't know, going through your email and answering a few emails or uh, doing those things that aren't driving you forward. You want to have them focused and related to your strategy. Your strategy should have a number of steps underneath it which are going to drive or require actions. And then if you make sure every day that you've got those actions and you're focusing on those actions and you're getting them done every day, then before you know it, even if you're only progressing them slightly, you'll be making progress today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And before you know it, you'll be in a completely different place. So if I think about where I am right now compared to March when we started the lockdown, completely different. I've been able to achieve so much over that, the last five months or four months because of the fact that we were forced to shut down I came up with a vision, I came up with a strategy for myself to say, okay, these are all the things that need to get done to help get me ready to propel forward. And that's what I've done. And I'm doing it again now. And if we keep getting locked down, if we're locked down for longer, I'll just think bigger. I'll be thinking uh, more actions that need to take place. There is always something to do when you're growing a business, when you've got a good vision. And the reason that I've got the focused action is because, back to step one, have the vision, I've got the strategy, I've got the actions that I need to be taking every day. Step three is about making sure that you schedule your actions. This last week I found that I've been not as productive as I would like to be. I set a standard for myself that says, if I'm not getting done as much as I want to, or I expect of myself, then I'm disappointed. I feel like I'm letting myself down. Now, some people would say, what a great opportunity for you to just rest. You don't have as many clients, just rest. You deserve it, you work hard. So, well, that may be true, but what a missed opportunity. Life is short. You know, my daughter turned 15 today, and I think about how quickly 
the last 15 years have gone by. And I wonder how quickly the next 15 years is going to go by. And I don't want to be talking to you in 15 years' time and saying, gee, I really haven't done anything in the last 15 years. I want to be saying, these are all the things that I've done over the last 15 years. I've done more in the last two years, I think, than I have in the previous nine uh, prior to that because I'm approaching life differently. So making sure that you're scheduling all these actions and what do you think the next part of that is? We're still on number three, but sticking to it. Stick to your schedule. Make yourself accountable. Accountability is the one big thing that people say to me that they want when they come for a body transformation, for instance, or they want some sort of coaching. They want accountability. But what we don't do is often held ourselves to be accountable because if you did, we wouldn't have an obesity problem. If people held themselves accountable, we wouldn't have a 67 to 70% obesity rate around the world or certainly in Australia and the US. It just wouldn't be there because we would say, do you know what, I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to make sure that I'm eating the right foods every day. I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to eat too much processed food. I'm not going to eat too much uh, soda or sugary drinks or chocolates or lollies or um, candies or biscuits or cakes or whatever it is that you want to call it, energy drinks. I'm not going to do that, but we don't. And we find an excuse to do those things. So this is the same thing. Schedule it, stick to it, be tough on yourself. Step four, making sure that you're reviewing the outcomes of what it is that you're doing. So there's no sense in taking all these actions, not reviewing it. It's not getting any outcomes and you keep doing the same thing because that's a bit silly, isn't it? We want to make sure that, yes, we're taking the action. Yes, we're sticking to the schedule. But if it doesn't work, change it. How do you know what to change? Well, this is where coaching comes into it. Get a great coach and the coach that's done this before will say, why are you doing that? So if somebody comes to me to want to lose weight, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, what culture, whatever it is, the principles remain the same. And if somebody wants to get a certain result, I will get them there quickly in the fastest possible way for them. But if they say to me, oh, well, I'm following you know, the soup diet, I'm just doing that, or I'm following a fruit diet, or I'm doing keto, or I'm doing this, and oh, I did this, and then I did that, uh, then that is not going to work for a lot of people. It's not sustainable. So I'll be quickly able to say, well, this is why you're not getting the right outcome. Okay, most people overexercise, uh, undereat, but binge. I say undereat as in they're not getting the nutrient timing right, uh, and they're eating the wrong types of foods in too much, uh, too high quantity. So we can tweak that, but if you don't know, you don't know what it is that you're you're doing or not doing or should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Most people don't know, but you know somebody that the coach that knows those answers will say. Don't do that, do this instead. So that's why it's really important to make sure you're reviewing your outcomes. And once you've done that, it's important to go back, update your strategy, because you might be reviewing something and you say, okay, there's a problem here, I need to change that strategy. I need to change my actions. So if it's eating, for instance, a lot of people think that they need to starve themselves. And I say that in the, I'm using that word flippantly, but. People think that if they consume less calories and they're exercising a lot and they're creating this big calorie deficit, then that must work. 
Well, your body is very clever and it gets to a point where it says, if you're depriving it of so many nutrients and so many calories and you're also exercising then a lot, then you're going to find that your body goes into this position where it says, do you know what, you're, you're really robbing me of what I need. I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to shut down how, uh, how fast your metabolism is going and I'm not gonna give you the result that you think you're gonna get because I need this for survival. Now, if you knew the amount of food, the volume of food that I eat to get a six pack, you'll be just completely blown away. You'll say, how can you eat that much food and get a six pack? It's just not possible. Well, I'm here to tell you that it is possible and that's what you really need to do to do it in a safe way, a sustainable way and a way that's really enjoyable. I am not starving myself by any stretch of the imagination. So that's what a great coach will do. Step five, last one, making sure that you are growing your network. Make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the people that you want to work with, the people that you want to be friends with, the people that you want to be mentored, coached by, because when you're in a room like that, you'll raise your standards. You want to be the worst person in the best room because then you will raise your standards to become a better person. If you're the best person in the worst room, then you're probably going to lower your standards over, over time because it's so much harder work to bring everybody else up to your standards and take them with you. So that is a really powerful one. Keep working on your network, growing it. Now, how do you do that in shutdown? Well, you just look at the different uh, different ways of connecting with people, whether it be social media and so forth, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's LinkedIn, those are the main ones that I use to connect with people. And I'll just coldly reach out to people and say, uh, you know, I'm looking to connect with people, other successful leaders, and, uh, you know, uh, how's your health and fitness? How are you going with COVID? Just getting a conversation started. Uh, and then I might ask someone to uh, my podcast to do an interview with them and get to, to know them that way. You've got to build some trust first. And sometimes it's easier. Like if I look at, say, JT's um, organisation, for instance, then like on my Facebook page, I've got, uh, I don't know, about 4,300, 200, something like that, friends in inverted commas on there. And most of those have come through JT's network. It's, it's via... Me being on stage to interview Brooke Shields is by me having a, um, my other podcast as well, people connecting with me, and we find that we've got maybe a thousand mutual friends, uh, and then just having different conversations with people, and then before you know it, uh, you know, you're talking quite a lot. So I've made some really good friends out of that network, and some really great successful people have come from that as well. The key is not to become complacent and making sure that again, growing your network is part of your strategy and your vision because those people will help you get where you wanna to get to faster. And it just makes life more exciting. I mean, life comes down to experiences and when you can experience things with great people, with great friends, with your great network, then that just gives you a really fantastic feeling. Life is beautiful, it's there to be there to be loved, there to be enjoyed, there for us to thrive. And they are my five tips so that you can really thrive in life, so you can really be successful and be focused. And in that way, you'll never be distracted and you won't allow distraction to kill you. 
If you want to find out how you can work more directly with me, go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. Scroll to the bottom. You can opt in for a free consultation. I would love to have a connection with you and let's see what we can do together. Have a great time today. Be safe. See you tomorrow.